Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. This is your 2023 character initiation episode. And the idea behind this episode is that we're going to be essentially rebranding New Year's resolutions and taking a slightly different approach. I do feel like at this point, I don't really need to go into why I don't really like the traditional approach to New Year's resolutions. I feel like at this point, it's kind of overdone. And I also already kind of talked about this in my New Year's episode last year. And of course, my perspective has evolved since then. But I think with anything, it just depends a lot on how it's approached. There seems to be a lot of weight and meaning behind this time of year where we seemingly get this singular opportunity to hit the reset button and make real change in our lives, which of course that option is always available to us, but we kind of identify more with these arbitrary times that we can hit reset or kind of take a step back and get some perspective on our lives. And I think what ends up working to our detriment is when the energy behind how we approach these opportunities comes more from a punitive low self-worth place rather than one that is playful, expansive, and sort of done in the pursuit of pleasure, joy, curiosity, and even just experimentation. So this is kind of a choose-your-adventure episode where we're going to explore two different ways to approach this opportunity that we find ourselves presented with at the beginning of a new year, but like I said, that we can also initiate at any time of our choosing. Moving forward in this episode, I'm not really going to be using the words resolutions, goals, or intentions. In this space, the terms we typically use are reality creation, desired reality, and desired character. So in other words, the version of you living your desired reality. And the focus for me and within this space always comes back to starting with who you're being and the character you're playing and then becoming aware of the influence that version of you has on the reality you are experiencing. If you're wanting more support for this process, of course I have a self-guided notion template designed to help you gain clarity on your desired reality, define and design your character in a structured value-driven way, address why you may be closed off to your desired reality, and explore your creativity and imagination to play around with your reality. So that's the design your character notion template, and you can find the link for that in the show notes. So I want to talk about the first approach to reality creation, which is what we'll call in this episode the problem solver. Now, I wanted to talk about this because I saw a comment on a video of mine 
where I was talking about design your character and the comment basically said that this person wrote their list and now it's collecting dust in the corner and nothing has changed. So in other words, this person kind of wrote out the list of characteristics that they wanted to embody or wrote out the list of characteristics associated with their desired reality character and then it's kind of just sitting in a corner collecting dust. Now, part of this may be that this reflective approach to reality creation, this design your character approach that I'm sharing here in this space just isn't something that resonates with you, which is absolutely perfectly valid. I know for myself, I've engaged with several different manifestation or spirituality modalities or techniques that I've ended up dropping over time because they simply didn't resonate with my constitution and with my way of doing things. And I just want to say that that's a perfectly valid thing. And I think part of exploring and experimenting is finding and picking things up and then allowing ourselves to put them down and find something else that resonates a little bit more or tweaking or making it into our own. But I think another reason that this quite often happens, at least from my experience, where we have the best intentions and we get really motivated and excited and we feel a lot of momentum towards, you know, building our desired reality and then all of a sudden that drops off. I think for me that happens when we approach it predominantly through the lens of the problem solver. We identify more with the idea that something is wrong with who we are and the experience that we're having, so we approach any reality creation efforts through that lens. Too often, I would write this gigantic list of things that I thought were wrong with me that I wanted to fix, usually based on somebody else's idea of the quote right way to be. But then even if I was able to gain some momentum for a period of time, similar to what this person is saying, eventually that would fizzle and the list that I wrote would collect dust in the corner. And what I would find is the more that this happened, the more that I wrote down these big laundry lists of things that I needed to change and I needed to fix and then what eventually led to me kind of putting that on the back burner and losing motivation the more that that happened the further this experience perpetuated the idea that I'm not capable of making any lasting change in my life or moving my life in the direction of my choice and a big area where I would find this showing up a lot and that I felt that I really struggled with in the past was year to year I would set completely unattainable fitness and health goals that were rooted in a need to fix the way my body looked the objective was always to be skinnier or smaller and essentially to fit into someone else's idea of what a perfect body looked like I never really stopped to ask myself what was actually important to me if it was a very high priority to the point where I would be spending a good part of my time trying to achieve that goal and I just never really asked if I cared about that aesthetic and enjoyed how I was going about trying to achieve that. If I enjoyed going to the gym, I just kind of was going through the motions because that's kind of what I perceived to be the solution to the perceived problem that I had. And I just kept trying to fix and force myself into this reality and into this identity. But when I approached reality with this energy of kind of forcefulness, not only did it rarely work, I just wasn't having a good time doing it. 
And what I would find is if I wasn't able to keep up with the path I had arbitrarily laid out as being the solution to that problem that I perceived in my reality, I would be really hard on myself and allow this to inform the idea I had of myself as a failure or lazy or unmotivated. And there's no denying that this kind of problem-solving, tough love approach works for some and in some instances. And sometimes we may even need to lean into this energy when we need that little boost. But I think being in it all of the time causes tension in the following ways. The first is that when we are kind of constantly operating from this problem-solving energy, when we actually quote-unquote solve the problem we set out to, that energy doesn't all of a sudden end. We just find something new to solve because we're so used to operating from that place. So that's why quite often what I'll find is I will expect that once I resolve something that is causing me a certain degree of tension in my reality that I'll feel a certain type of way but then when I get to that place I've just moved my fixation to a different area. The other thing is that oftentimes when we come from a place of feeling like something is very wrong with us which I think I'm only speaking for myself and saying that that was how I felt for a long long time when we come from that place, we want to aim quite often for a version of ourselves and reality that is very far away from where we are now. So in other words, talking from my experience, how I would write these long lists of all of the things that I needed to change and they quite often felt like a completely different person, which I'm not necessarily saying is an issue, but it's that it quite often feels like it's so far away from where we are now because we feel like there is something so wrong with our current reality or our current character. And I think sometimes when this happens, when we set our sights on a version of ourselves that is so far away from where we currently are, living in a reality where we perceive time and space in a certain way, we check out when we consider the time and effort it would take to get from point A to point B. So in other words, when we perceive that it would take a lot of time and effort and energy to get from where we are now or the character that we are currently playing to where we want to go, it's understandable that we wouldn't really have the motivation to get there because it just feels a little bit too far out of reach. And going back to the fitness example, when I was living in that identity of feeling like there was something so wrong with the way I looked and the way that my body looked, I would identify this version of myself that I wanted to become that was quite far away from where I was now. So establishing all of these kind of unsustainable exercise routines and all of these things that just very much weren't aligned with the way that I was living now, not even in the slightest. And again, what would end up happening was it would just be so uncomfortable day to day to try to force myself to embody this new reality that I would just give up. And even if there is more ease available, at least from my perspective, I'm usually paying more attention to the more labor and effort intensive path to get to where I want to go, which makes me not want to even try. So for example, even if there was a way for me to achieve the fitness goals that felt very far away from where I was right now, and even if it wasn't going to require as much effort as I thought it would, 
I find that I generally anticipate things to be a lot more time-consuming and effort forward, I will say, than they may actually need to be. And so that makes me avoid even going down that path. And then the third thing with this problem-solving approach is when we think that there's a problem or there's something wrong with us, it's often not because that's how we feel inherently, but because we've been told in one way or another that there is something wrong, which means that we never really stop to ask if the new version of ourselves we set our sights on is actually something that we desire and that aligns to our core values. And I'm only speaking for myself here, but I, like I said, find it very hard to maintain momentum doing something that I don't actually value or desire for myself and my reality. I find that the things that I can really stick to and that I can really maintain that momentum and that commitment and that conviction are things that I really deeply desire for myself. Not that someone else told me was the right way to be or the right way to look or the right way to act or the right path forward for my life. And the reason that I wanted to highlight this kind of approach to something like resolutions or something like reality creation is that that is what I spent the majority of my life operating from is the problem-solving approach. It's what I see kind of being reflected on social media when it comes to New Year's resolutions and even some manifestation techniques and different modalities seem to come from that approach of there is something wrong with where I am right now, there is something off, there is something that doesn't fit with where I am right now and therefore I need to solve that and I need to come from a place of kind of urgency and anxiety and pressure. And so if you feel yourself resonating with this and would like to explore a new alternative to the problem solver, I present to you the playful experimenter. So this is a different way of approaching reality creation and you could apply it to many different areas of life, but it's essentially approaching your reality as though it were a playground or an example that I really like is a buffet. I try to reiterate as much as possible that this is the approach that I personally prefer when it comes to not just reality creation, but a lot of different areas of life because it's this idea that it's okay to be wrong it's okay to try something and for it to not work out it's okay to make a decision and change your mind and I've talked before about how sometimes it feels like as we evolve into adults we're expected to know everything we're expected to know who we are we're expected to know how the world works how reality works and what we want to do and who we want to be and my kind of anxiety as I approached adulthood and as I approach this phase of life where things are expected to be so solid, I resisted this idea because there was a part of me that felt that I wanted to continue exploring and I wanted to continue experimenting and I didn't want to be stuck in one decision for the rest of my life. And, you know, a big area for me that I've talked many times before about is career and how this seems to be one of those areas of life where, you know, if you change your mind, if you want to be experimental, if you want to try a few different things, then there are oftentimes some labels that get attached to that, whether that's flighty or 
you know, not able to commit or any number of things that kind of just have this negative association. And I also had a whole episode how the idea of playfulness and fun and even the pursuit of pleasure also have seemingly some negative charge to them in that we're expected that at a certain point that approach to life is something that we outgrow and we become more serious and structured and solid in our decisions. And so really that's okay if that resonates with you but this space, this podcast, this community, what I do on social media is all about taking a slightly different approach and just being playful and not suggesting that you know everything in this moment that there is to know about the right decision to make for your future and that that's going to be the thing that you're going to have to stick with for the rest of your life. It's more so almost imagining yourself to be a little scientist or a little experimenter or researcher of your own life, allowing yourself to be in the pursuit of pleasure and fun and joy and expansiveness and fulfillment and knowing that that can evolve and knowing that what that looks like can change and it's not about punishing yourself for having gotten it wrong or I won't even say wrong but for wanting to change your mind and just being playful with it and like I said the energy behind this whole approach is playful experimental driven by curiosity open-mindedness and desire so you could be experiencing tension, friction, or even boredom with the current aspect of your reality, or you could simply be in the mood to try something new. Going back to the buffet example, maybe you've been choosing the same thing over and over again, you've been eating the same meal over and over again, and you're just curious to see what other options are available for you to try. It doesn't always necessarily have to be motivated by really strongly disliking your current reality or your current what you're currently choosing it could literally just be driven by the desire to try something new and also it doesn't mean that you'll like or prefer the new options and it doesn't mean that you can't go back to what you were choosing before but it's allowing yourself to respond to the curiosity you may feel to try a new alternative and also allowing yourself to desire. I find that desire is so often villainized, so rather than allowing ourselves to respond to it and explore what new alternatives are available, we stay put in the same spot, eating the same meal from the buffet while trying to shove down the longing to try something new. And I think that this can become extremely frustrated when we look around and see other people trying different things and, you know, using the buffet example, when we can see that there are so many different alternatives that we can try and so many different options but we're forcing ourselves for some unknown reason because when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You know, we've, we've identified with the idea that it's wrong to want something new, it's wrong to desire something that we don't currently have. And so we keep forcing ourselves to be doing the same thing. And I'm not denying that being in a state of obsessive or excessive desire to the point of feeling discontentment or dissatisfaction can be unpleasant. And I've definitely been there before to the point where I really wasn't present. I was always looking forward to something new and always kind of striving for something beyond what I was currently experiencing. But I think to altogether reject, deny, and resist the desire is kind of missing the point. From my perspective, desire is what starts the engine on the reality creation process and allows us to actually gain momentum towards it. Which is why going back to trying to set goals that we don't actually care about It's so hard to motivate ourselves when we don't really have that strong connection on a desire level with the reality we're creating. What ends up happening when we reject our own desire is that we take on somebody else's idea of what we should be doing or how we should be living. And we ultimately can just lose our agency to someone else's desires for us or for our reality. So Reclaiming your desire isn't about rejecting your current reality and saying there is something wrong with it or it's not enough. It's about acknowledging the infinite alternatives that are available to you and giving yourself to explore them as you please. Which door do you want to open? Which foods do you want to try? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? Every single decision can be a portal to a new perspective, way of seeing things, way of thinking, or even a new identity. I like to think of my desires as little breadcrumbs or signals that are leading me to a new reality. And I saw this analogy on TikTok that I thought was really interesting where the person basically said that every desire is like a signal from a future possible self that is trying to get your attention and trying to get you to move closer to that identity or version of you. It's almost like a little nudge from reality asking you if you want to keep playing your current character or try something new. And either way is okay, even if you decide that you're content where you currently are, that is a perfectly okay response to the desire that you may feel. 
but I think it's important to consider all of the habits we form around those desire signals and how that then informs our reality. What would it be like to just gently follow the breadcrumbs? Not to make it some big, grand, life-changing thing, but just responding differently to the moment that we feel desire. I find for me that my reaction to a desire signal for a long time was to reject it for any number of reasons would often have to do with the image I had of myself and what was possible for me narratives like it's not possible for someone like me to ever have that thing I'm not interesting or talented enough or wealthy enough to live that reality and you know fill in the blank I know we'll have all sorts of different narratives that lead us to immediately reject whatever it is that we desire but this is about seeing if we can just turn down the volume on that for a bit on those narratives and just seeing what it's like when you give yourself permission to explore to experiment to try something new what i used to say when i noticed myself responding in this way to a desire signal was i would say let's just see what happens so rather than immediately jumping to a conclusion you know, that it wasn't possible for me to have that thing that I was desiring or if it wasn't possible for me to be that person, I would just say, let's just see what happens. And it kind of just opens it back up and doesn't necessarily assert that you know how everything is going to unfold, whether it's that you won't get there or whether you will. It's just an open-mindedness and an openness to seeing how things play out if you respond to that moment differently or if you respond to it with curiosity. And the last thing I'll say with this playful experimental energy and approach is that oftentimes when we seek to make certain changes in our reality, we expect that they're going to take a long time. But having an open-mindedness that it could happen faster and easier than you may expect it, that can be really expansive and you know again just brings in this energy of curiosity to different alternatives and then also just asking how the belief that change takes a long time and is really hard and is going to take a lot of time and energy and effort asking how really identifying with that belief supports you so with these two energies in mind let's start to design your character for 2023 now, I know that there are many different ways to approach reality creation, but the problem solver and the playful experimenter or explorer are the two archetypes I've played around with the most, and if you're anything like me, I've found the latter to be much more effective and much more fun. This past year, I gave myself permission to approach things differently, to not feel like I needed to power through and force my way into a new reality, and to come from this place of feeling like I'm fixing the things that are wrong with myself, but instead to play my way into my desired reality and see what that was like. And what I'll say is this past year has brought forth some of the biggest transformations I've ever experienced. I mean, even listening back to the New Year's episode was such an interesting experience for me because I have grown and evolved and expanded so much since I recorded that. And 
you know, by focusing less on what's going on in my external reality and the external outcomes and results of every single action I take and focusing more on who I'm being and the character and identity I am embodying and playing out, that's where I've seen changes in my external reality that I never thought possible. And it doesn't mean that that's immediate and it doesn't mean that it take it doesn't take practice, but again, that is where I've seen a lot more transformation and where I've had a lot more fun. So you guys know that I was focusing on career and finances and what I'll say is the transformation that's occurred there has ultimately made my reality so much more fun, playful, exciting, relaxing and all the transformation that's happened has been deeply rooted in the core values I established for myself of freedom, ease, and magnetic abundance. Because as we'll talk about, that is kind of how I approach reality creation and how I approach designing my character is being deeply rooted in what actually matters to me. And I still continue to hear and see narratives and discourse happening all of the time that perpetuates the idea that the lifestyle I'm currently living isn't realistic or sustainable and Quite honestly, I just choose not to participate in them. Call that being delusional, but it's worked for me not to attach my identity and build my character around narratives that aren't supportive of the direction I want to go in. It doesn't mean that I'm denying their validity and truthfulness, but it's about expanding into the reality and into the remembering that there are other truths that exist and I'd rather participate in those. Okay, so let's begin to design your 2023 character. I'm going to outline a few steps at a very high level, but of course all of this can be explored further and on a personal level in the design your character notion template. So the first step is to decide on a life category to focus on. I usually base this on the category in which I feel the most tension, where I don't like the character I'm playing, or where I just feel a strong curiosity to play a new one. So this could be relationships, or career and finances, or health and well-being, really just honing in on I like to choose one category at a time. I find that really helps me to stay focused. From there, identifying core values that represent your desired reality in that category. Sometimes it's hard to consider what we want to do, so an easy place to start here is to consider what we don't want. So considering, for example, what I don't like about my current career, and then what does that tell me about what I do like and what I do desire? If I strongly dislike my schedule, for example, is freedom at the root of what I desire. And if you're wanting to explore your core values and begin that process in a more structured way, then a good resource for that is part one of the manifestation quiz. And that is actually available to preview in the show notes as well. And part one is included in that preview. So then from there, start to design your character around each core value. So in other words, you're building out the characteristics of the version of you who is living your desired reality. How does that version of you speak, act, think, talk, behave, spend their energy? Who are they spending time around? Where are they? I like to write my list by imagining that I'm finishing the sentence, the person that I aim to be. 
So you're just describing that character in the most detail that you want or that feels available to you. Then once I have that list, I like to choose one or two characteristics of your desired character to start practicing or copying or embodying, if you prefer that language, until they become natural. So using your reality as a portal to become that character by responding as they would to opportunities, ideas, thoughts, circumstances, events, conversations, or interactions with others, etc. Next, and this one's really important and something that really, really helped me take things to the next level, is to understand the sensory experience you associate with your desired reality. So for example, let's say you chose the category career and finances, and one of your core values in that area is freedom. In this step, you really want to get clear on what does it feel like in your body to experience freedom. How Think of a time where you felt a lot of freedom and how did you feel on a physical, energetic level? What were the sensations that you noticed? And then find things that you currently have access to in your reality to feel more of those sensations. And then the last thing that I really like to do, which is also included in the template, is to regularly self-audit to identify the parts of you that may be closed off to becoming that character, for instance, out of guilt fear, or shame. So like I said, more on that in the Notion template, but I have a ton of resources throughout the podcast, TikTok, and even a full YouTube video on this process. And I was curious to hear about some of your 2023 characters, so I asked you to describe and share a little bit about them on an Instagram sticker, so I'm just going to read some of them out. Okay, so I said Describe your 2023 character. Someone said, believes in her full potential, earns her own money as an independent creator. Someone else said, less stressful, more free. Another one says, free, fun, accepting. Another answer, my hubs and I just bought our first home, so entering our Nestor homebody era. I love that for you. Another answer, adventurous, confident, mature. Someone else said happily independent. Financially stable, creative, successful. Someone else said, I want to recreate my whole Sims character to revamp every single area of my life. Yes, I love that. You guys know I love Sims and I love approaching this process through the lens of playing Sims. So I absolutely love that answer. Kind, grounded, open to whatever the universe sends in my direction. Ooh, I love that. Someone else said, she's sticking to boundaries and not lowering her standards. Yes, this is something that I have really, really worked on this year and I think is absolutely super important. Well-rested, energized, joyful, surrounded by high vibrational energy that is mutually uplifting. Ooh, I love that. And then the last one I'll read out, close to nature, starting a family, and expressing myself creatively. So I absolutely love all of these answers. And of course, this is just a short exercise to start reflecting on what you're starting to feel called towards and what your character is kind of shaping out to be for this year. And of course, that can always evolve. So this exercise is never done with the intention of finding one version of you and sticking to it and I hope I've made that clear throughout the episode and throughout all of the episodes but 
these are really fun and I think this practice and this process can be really fun and playful so if you feel like engaging with it in that way then that is something that has really helped me and I think has brought me a lot of joy and fun in my reality so I hope the same is true for you. With that said, I think I will leave this episode at that so I am so excited to see and hear about your 2023 characters and to see how that journey unfolds. It's been so nice to receive some messages recently about some of you who have said that it's been interesting to watch my character evolve and it's so cool to see that you can feel that evolution because I certainly think that this last year was so powerful for me and it's been really cool to do that alongside you. So I'm looking forward to doing the same for you in 2023 and thank you as always for being here. I'm so excited for the year ahead and what's in store for each one of us and yeah, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in next week's episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 